here's something that you didn't know. Two of those special atomic bombs haven't gone off. Welcome anybody who's watching live. We had last week, we had some, uh, some viewers write in some questions. So if you guys have any questions, if you have anything you want to talk to us about, go ahead and write it in. Uh, you can leave it in a comment and then we'll see if we can talk about it. Um, get you guys situated with it, whatever situation it is you want to talk about. All right. Once again, uh, welcome to Fantasy TE. My name is Nick Masick. I'll be your host. Upper left-hand corner co-host, we have Lonnie Cox. Bottom right-hand corner, our other co-host, Vital DeJust. And this week's special guest uh, from the Dick Pick 6 Fantasy Football League and also uh, of West Palm. You can catch this guy performing at the Palm Beach Improv all the time and all over South Florida. Uh, Comedian Rob Callert. Thank you for joining me. Yay, Rob. All right, so... I don't know what you guys were talking about while I was having technical difficulties, but we got a lot of stuff to talk about tonight. We got some really good stuff. Uh, I got my Patriots hat on for the Patriots game tonight, which is, I'm really excited about that. <laughs> um, yeah. What else? Yeah. <laughs> this is the, the hey, but Tom, hey, but Tom Brady was just a system quarterback. Am I that's, right, guys? That's, that's all right. he was. Just a system QB. These guys have been telling me that all preseason and all season. Okay, long. now now he's in a system surrounded by all stars. Look at how many weapons he has. That's oh, here we go. Don't here say that. Mm. Don't act like he's playing with scrubs now. Come on. He I'm hasn't. Not, he has I'm not, not but done. Enough. He hasn't changed the scripts yet. Yeah. Like this right. is four games. Like the NFL is so <laughs> reactive. No, guys. It's, let's stop. Let's stop talking about Tom Brady for a second and start talking about Nick's Patriots. That's my point. <laughs> you could plug. You could plug it. That was the argument. You could plug any quarterback that was decent into that system, and then they would still do just as well. You got Cam freaking Newton, who's a Super Bowl quality quarterback, and he ain't doing so hot over there. But Tom Brady didn't do well there last year either. That exactly. was the point. Their they defense were shit. And they're right. shit now. Like, that's why he left. They didn't offer them anything. And they only on. lost by three points yesterday to a very good team. So yeah. I'm not. I'm not convinced on the like overrated <laughs> Belichick, like underrated Brady thing. Like, I'm not convinced. They all not, he's, line didn't come back for COVID. He's not. Listen, a, I'm, he's the I'm greatest. An Eagle, of all time. I'm an Eagles fan, so if anybody has a reason to hate the Patriots, <laughs> oh, and and my ex-wife is from Boston, so if I have a reason <laughs> to hate the Pats, I have more of a reason than anybody. But I can't deny the guy. You he's secretly the love him. Never do it. <laughs> Tom Brady's the best. He is Sorry. the greatest. Thank you, Rob. For I appreciate that. And the voice of reason every once in a while comes into the show, and well, you know. How much did you pay him? Get him out of here. <laughs> Real story. Real felons up there that are not fans of me. So <laughs> that's uh, yeah, it's not surprising. So before we get to tonight's uh, game, though, let's talk a little bit about Rob's season so far. Rob is in the Dick Picks. He's in our league. Rob, you are turning your season around. In an amazing, you're the hottest team in the league right now. Started off 0 and 5. That's right. Three wins in a row. You're trying to get your way back into playoff contention. And if I'm not mistaken, you did the la- the same thing last year. 
this year, same thing happened last year. I just, I signed up for the league. I got all excited. And then a bunch of stuff happened where I got super complacent. Like I wasn't playing, I wasn't subbing guys out when they, when they had bye weeks, I, I like wasn't trading people. I, I literally had one game where two guys didn't play. Um, like I just wasn't paying att- enough attention. And then, uh, uh, and then I was telling him it's Jay guy's fault that I turned my season around because like three weeks ago he came and, he offered me a, and this is his words, a blockbuster trade agreement. Um, he tried to take my two best guys. He tried to take Henry and Jones from me, and he offered me five players, one being Aaron Rodgers, who's a great pick, but I already got, you know, Wentz and Newton as my quarterback. I don't need another quarterback. Um, but uh, he's like, he just, he was like pushing it hard. He's like, well, you, you know, you haven't had a win. I was just trying to do you a favor. And I'm like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Hey. And uh, they both, both those guys ended up having a, a, a killer game for me and won my first game for me. They both had over 25 points. Um, so I was just like, Jay, Jay knew that. Too. He, he must be good like at research or something like that. He knew they were going to have breakout games to try to take them. But sorry, Jay, I ain't falling for your bullshit. And I did not respond to you the next day on purpose because I, was, I just wanted you to sweat that out because I knew you were trying to do um but since then i've been paying attention i did a bunch of trades and everything like that so it's it's going all right now yeah, yeah i've seen you've been, you've been pretty active and uh and jade tried to do the same thing with me he tried to snake uh christian mccaffrey that's what I said earlier too they're like yeah that son of a bitch tried to do the same thing get out of here yeah i mean you got to make you got you know i understand he was trying to turn his season around too but you know your trade offers need to be beneficial to both teams like <laughs> the right kind of trade should make neither side happy that's my opinion so well, you need to know too our the, <laughs> the app the app that we use shows if the trade is fair or not it like shows a oh. percentage of <laughs> it rates well, i don't know those are a little <laughs> off too yeah <laughs> our scoring's a little bit unorthodox not too severely yeah. but it's a little bit yeah but i i attribute your turnaround also to like it's very similar to the eagles because you drafted a bunch of eagles at same as last year started off shitty they're starting to get better like just like your team not, so. i didn't do that to nearly as many as last year all i did <laughs> no. is they went and I did Ertz, or, and I got rid of him already. Yeah, and then, uh, and then I had their defense. That's it. That's all I did this year. Yeah, that which is better. That's probably why your team's doing a little bit better. But you're starting to climb your way up, and uh, it, it's. Are you yeah. trying to say that my Eagles aren't doing well this year? Uh, they're probably going to make the playoffs. They're doing so well. Oh, <laughs> they barely, they barely beat the Cowboys in the ugliest win ever. And the only thing that was How uglier was their win against the Giants game? the week before. <laughs> Well, uh, Lonnie, if you want to chime in on your Cowboys at all, we can talk. But I, no, I, 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 I'm wearing their shirt, but I forgot that they exist. I'm trying to. Uh, that division, bro, is a mess. <laughs> it sucks. Every year, the Cowboys, the Giants, and the Eagles were contenders every year for the better part of a decade. Now. And now it's like they look like high school football teams. Like the Redskins were the worst team in the division consistently, but they would go eight and eight every year. You know, yeah. like yeah. Hey, the Redskins are pretty good now defensively. We're, yeah. And, hey. Oh wait, the Washington football team. <laughs> yeah, don't don't be offensive. Okay. <laughs> All right, so let's uh, let's see. Let's we got some news from this week. Let's start with probably the biggest news. I mean, there's a lot of big news, but we got to talk about it because it's kind of he's coming in next week. Antonio Brown. Um, you picked him up, Vital. I got him in another league. Uh, snagged him. You know, I couldn't believe he was still available. That was a nice pickup last week. What do you guys think is going to happen with him? What What are your reactions to Antonio Brown joining the Bucks? Give it to me straight. 
Uh, I'm I'm going to play him as a flex option, you know, kind of because I think he's going to go for the big touchdowns. I don't think he's going to get a lot of touches, but he's going to be like Odell Beckham was for Cleveland, like maybe a five point game and then uh, over 20. That's what I'm expecting from him. All right. What do you think, Lonnie? What do you got? Um, it's hard to say because, you know, usually when Antonio Brown is <clears throat> on the field, he's going to get the most attention from the defense. But it's not like defenses are really going to be able to shift too much coverage his way. So, you know, he might be, he might line up almost as a third option for that offense. That's how stacked their receiving core is right now. So Mm -hmm. it could go, it could be very interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see what happens with Antonio Brown. Like, you know, his first couple of years as a stealer, he was not the number one guy and he went off. You know, that's how he became the Antonio Brown that we know. Yeah. Um, you know, and he's got Tom Brady, who is, you know, we have our disagreements about Tom Brady's <laughs> skill. But one thing that Tom Brady is probably one of the best of all time quarterbacks at doing is going through his progressions. So Tom Brady is very comfortable in the pocket and he's the kind of guy that'll make, you know, a small white receiver from Texas Tech uh, a household name, you know, so just because he's so patient that if his number one option isn't covered his number two, he'll go to his fourth or fifth. You know, he's one of those guys that his first eight passes of the game will be to eight different receivers. So um, I don't know. I'm very excited to see what Antonio Brown does. Tom Brady specifically kind of like got him into Tampa Bay. I know the coach didn't want uh, Antonio Brown there because he's a locker room issue. Um, so we'll see. I, I, I expect good things. I would say he'll probably score a touchdown his first game, and then you'll see some scheming moving towards his way. But let's see. I'm very interested to see what happens. He could also be a complete bust. I, I'm leaning more towards I think he's not going to be a bust. I think he's going to be great as long as he's on the field and playing. Um, you remember the, the chemistry? What's that, Rob? That's big if. I don't hey, think he's shut up so far. He hasn't cussed out any owners. He hasn't, like, no sexual assaults. It's just one week left. He hasn't frozen his feet. He's okay with his helmet. One week, bro. I don't don't actually think it's that big of an if. Uh, uh, Legal issues aside, uh, that's beyond, you know. I don't don't see it being – there being any new issues. And here's why I say that. Because when he went to the Patriots for that one game – Everybody was on on board with it. He was great on the field. He had great chemistry with Brady. You remember he they lit up the Dolphins. Everybody was writing him into the Super Bowl. Um, he just he looked fantastic in that first game with Brady. And and the the reason it's the perfect place for him is because nobody he he can't like nobody's going to question Brady, even Antonio Brown. What he says goes. He's got that kind of equity in the league. Like he's going to tell Antonio Brown what to do. Antonio Brown's going to do it. And this is why, this is why I think he wanted to go to the Patriots in the first place. And I'm going to remind you guys about Randy Moss when he was on the Raiders. And which is interesting because AB spent a little, like a minute on the Raiders. But do you remember Randy Moss was like this forgotten guy with the Raiders? His, his, everyone was writing his career off. He wasn't even, I don't think a hall of famer at that point in his career. Like people were just like, oh, Randy was, he was hot in, in Minnesota. I don't think he, nobody was saying, hey, Randy Moss is a, is a Hall of Famer until. Uh, I disagree with that. Randy Moss. Yeah. Because he only famer. played with the Patriots, what, two seasons? Three years. Three, three years. Okay, but like you didn't. That, 
I knew the, Moss was when he came to the Patriots. He's like, he's a beast. But do you remember what they got him for? Do you remember what he was doing in Oakland at that point? I mean, I, I remember they <laughs> traded him mid-season, I believe, through his first year. Or maybe they didn't even trade no. him. Maybe they released him. He was with about- Oakland. He was with Oakland for like three or four years. And going no, he was. Yeah, he was with Oakland. Are you sure? Mm-hmm. It was a couple of years. It was definitely several years, and he was just going nowhere fast. He was still making Moss like catches, but he wasn't getting a lot of good, you know, quarterback play. And he also had Jamarcus Russell as his quarterback. Uh, yeah, he had not great quarterback play. We like we know, um, but the Patriots snagged him for a fourth round pick, which for the Patriots yeah. was a low fourth. That's probably the last pick of the fourth round. They got him for next to nothing because teams were thinking he was kind of maybe washed, like just wasn't that productive. I don't think he may have been in the conversation for a hall of fame at that point, but I don't think it was a lock at all because he hadn't really, you know, like in terms of winning, there wasn't a lot associated with him, like big splash plays in Minnesota. He was amazing talent, but a few years doesn't get you into the hall of fame. You need multiple, you need long-term longevity being productive. We lost Rob. I hopefully. feel like the way he played in Minnesota put him on the map so much that it was oh, yeah. already established. So when he went to the Raiders, it was a disappointment for like a future Hall of Famer. Like you knew. Well, but that's what I'm saying. I don't think he was being viewed 100% as a future Hall of Famer. He yeah, maybe not 100%. Yeah. But maybe. he locked it up with the and he didn't even win a Super Bowl with the Patriots. They went to did, I don't know if he was on both of those Super Bowl teams that lost to the Giants, but they went. I don't think he was on the second one. He was on one of no, them. No, just the first one. Yeah. Where so they he, broke all the records. Yeah. He set the, yeah, the, alt, the single season touchdown record. Rob's coming back to join us again. <laughs> uh, we do have a question, by the way, Home Slice 25. We're going to get to you in a little bit. Um, thank you for watching. Thank you for writing in uh, your question. We'll, we'll definitely talk about what's up tonight. It's, it's about tonight's game. <laughs> so anyway. I look at Antonio Brown. I think he's thinking the same thing as Randy Moss. Like, I'm going to go spend a couple years with Brady, maybe win a championship, maybe just go to the Super Bowl, put up some ridiculous numbers, and that's going to be enough to push me over the top to guarantee. Because he's kind of in that on that bubble. I think he's a Hall of Famer probably. But if he puts in two or three more really good years, maybe gets a Super Bowl, He's a Hall of Famer, locked down, no question. Yeah, I think he needs it to be a Hall of Famer for you. I don't think he. I don't think he's in the question unless he gets it. He needs two more seasons at least. Right, and I think he's that's been so why messed up with legal stuff and injuries. Right, and and there's nothing like winning and producing on the field to make yeah. everybody forget about that shit and be like, well, Antonio Brown, first ballot Hall of Famer, obviously. So I, I I disagree with you, Nick. I don't think Antonio Brown is really in the Hall of Fame conversation yet at all. That's what I'm saying. That's that's exactly that's what I'm saying. He, but I mean, I don't think he's only like two or three seasons away of good seasons away from being a first ballot Hall of Famer. I mean, he has had a great career, but is he a Hall of Famer? I mean, who's gonna who's gonna campaign for him to get in there? He's pissed well. That's the thing is like it, it's not like he's got a lot of friends, you know. To got in. Remember that. <laughs> to yeah, got in. You're Hall talking of about game breaking, game changing oh. receivers. I don't think that's Antonio Brown. No, Antonio no. Brown, he, he benefited from that system and put up crazy numbers. Yeah. You want to see how many. But I don't think he, like, broke it. Like, How many years did he lead the league in receiving yards? Or, like, he, he led the league. Like in one and a half? Like five years in a row. No, it was something. It was a lot. Like, he put he produced in a major way. Um, but, like I said. Yeah, but then that filled his head up, and then he became this douchebag, and then well, he just goes. 
I think like, it's a it's an insult to Randy Moss and Terrell Owens to put Antonio Brown in that conversation. To be oh, honest, great. no way. He is a freak talent. He's unbelievable. He did Julio this. Jones, absolutely. You know, yeah. somebody like that, absolutely. That is, you're talking about a game breaking, consistent over almost a decade receiver. Think, you know, a Megatron, absolutely. Over a decade. That's Brown? the difference. That's the only difference. He was the best best wide receiver in the league for five years in a row. No question. Best best receiver in the league. Un, unquestioned. Nobody could touch him. I mean, you can't, he was, he was like the, before Tyree kill, he was the, he was that guy, but he was consistent. He was, he was catch run after the catch long balls. He did it all route running, everything, best hands. He was the best in the league for a number of years, but right. Exactly. But his antics kind of erased a lot of that in a lot of people's minds, man. Like he's yes. got a lot of redeeming to do. Yes. And that's, that's before my internet cut out, I guess. I'm sorry. I, I lost you there for a minute, but, but like, I think, that you're right. This is the only team that he may be able to succeed on because of Tom Brady and not just like Lonnie was saying, because of the type of quarterback that Brady is, but I think because of the type of leader that Brady is, you know what I mean? Like he, like you said, if, if Brady says it, like you, you people listen because it's Tom, it's Tom freaking Brady. You know what I mean? Like regardless of how you think about the guy, it's Tom Brady. So maybe he can keep him in line. Maybe, but like that, that's, he's, he's become so, unpredictable outside off the field that it's like, can he stay focused enough for several years the way he's been behaving lately in order to come out and, and perform? I don't know, man. I think the guy is a complete, like, uh, uh, you know, it, he's a, he's, it's a crap shoot on whether, you know, he's going to, you know, allow him himself to be his own worst enemy again. Yeah. I, I think I I'm willing to bet that he, that he does get it together. Honestly, like he, I think he's he's motivated. I mean, did he find Jesus or something? Like, I don't like. Um, hmm? I mean, did he go and find Jesus or something? Because hey, he's going to take some sort of <laughs> life changing experience for this guy to change his antics. I think. Well, that's the thing. You know? There were no. That's what I'm saying. You guys forget the the one game in New England. There were no antics. Like he was just he was he was, playing, he was balling out. He and everyone was already like you know Brady loved him. But why do you think Brady asked for him to come? One game. It was it was something that had happened previously that caused him to get cut. It wasn't something that was happening in the locker room at that time. So it's going to be very interesting. It's compelling in a lot of ways. And and yeah, I think he's going to be motivated by the fact that he's probably on the bubble for the Hall of Fame, even if he does get a few really good years. But I think he could be their number one, especially with all the injuries uh, Mike Evans and Chris Godwin have had. I think he might slide into number one role pretty quick. Listen, he has the potential to be a complete flop, but he also has the potential to be a beast. So it's like, it's one of those things where you just have to wait and see how he's going to, you know, he also has been inactive, you know what I mean? For a, a good amount of time. So, you know, timing, speed, things like that, they go by the wayside pretty quick, man, when you're an athlete, especially getting older. So, yeah, that's true. Um, but he's not that old either, though. He's only, what, 31, I think? 30. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, he's, he's my, I remember watching him in college. So NFL NFL age though that's getting up there. Receivers go longer though. Receivers, yeah. especially freak athlete receivers. Which yeah, they don't take as many hits. Yeah, so he hasn't. All right. So what else we got to talk about? We got some more interesting stuff. Tua got a win. How do you feel about that, Vital? Oh, good. He played, he played, the Dolphins got a win. Really I don't know. Well. Tua didn't get a win. To, he didn't look very good. That's, it didn't look uh, great, but like the team played really well. So whatever, yeah, I was high. Like, 
Yeah, the defense he played well. Cool. He played well enough that we have to listen to fucking Dolphins fans. <laughs> he didn't for the next six days. He didn't, what else? What can you ask for? Like, I mean, you can ask for a little just, bit more than what he gave you. I think like, just a little. No, points wise, points wise, he's not even close to the so QB nuts. competition. But <laughs> Dolphins I, fans can have one good game, and they're going to the Super Bowl. Like they're like, this is it. Our season's turned Honestly, around. Honestly, hold we on. Our we probably side. could sneak into the Super Bowl. Don't fuck around. <laughs> oh god, you would have. I to mean, Rob. It. To be fair, up until about three years ago, Eagles fans said the exact same shit. Like <laughs> oh. you guys finally pulled through. <laughs> I know, but for years the Eagles yeah. were like, you it guys were like, there's it a happens. difference though. There's a difference. They were making it to the playoffs and almost yeah, you guys it were to the Super Bowl. consistently a decent team for sure. They weren't. They weren't going Tua and O or Tua and fourteen. We're consistently I mean, eight and eight. Oh, come on! <laughs> last time, yeah, last, except the year you go one, we go the Dolphins go one and fifteen. That was like twenty years it. ago. When people were still bringing it up. I was in middle school. Come on! No, man. it wasn't, bro. That was like it was like less than ten years. Hey, bro. Hey, hey. It was the 70s when they went undefeated, and y'all still can't shut the fuck up about that. So hey, right. you, greatness don't expire, young man. It, greatness <laughs> does not expire. That shit is ageless, all right? Like, Definitely. bring that up forever. <laughs> <laughs> they only won 14 in a row, though, or whatever it was, 13 in a row. Um, 16. <laughs> they went 16 in a Super Bowl. And a Super Bowl. Super Bowl. That's, that's the icing on the cake, the Patriots. No, it was, hey, that was a great team. Um, so you know what I found out or what I, what I read about, because we've been talking, <clears throat> why are they bringing two in? This doesn't make sense. We were talking about it last week and like, yeah, it's too soon. It, you know, what's going on? I found out that they have the, uh, the Houston Texans number one pick next year, which is yeah. very likely going to be, it could very well be the first pick or in the top three. Um, so that's why they brought him in. They want to see what he's got. Why not? Why not test them out? Get them some experience. They know they're not going to, you know, go. To, you know, they know they're not doing anything exceptional. Give them some rounds, man. Let them see. It it did seem premature, though. Um, we talked about that about how it seemed like premature because Fitzpatrick was playing well because the division was open, and it's like, why did why do this? Let him sit for a year. No, it's because they have potentially one of the highest draft picks in the league next year, and they want to. I think they also have the Texans' second round pick and the first round pick for next year, also. So they could theoretically, they could very easily trade up to grab Trevor Lawrence if they wanted to. Man, and sure. I just think that if any team can fuck it up. The yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, do you, but so, do you think Trevor Lawrence would come to Miami? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I do. He seems like he wants to really win. I don't know if you I think the I, moves go ahead, Lonnie. Oh, I was gonna say that I think that the Dolphins have almost never had a quarterback to build around. Like I don't think in the ever since Dan Marino left, yeah, I mean, right who, right who could you build a team? I around? completely agree. We always have like all these like um roaming uh quarterbacks is placeholders every year always dude i don't get it (laughs) you know like our best quarterback i would say of the last you know couple decades is ryan Tannehill, and Mm -hmm. uh you know he left and look what he i mean look what he's doing now but fantastic now you know Tannehill showed showed flashes here yeah but they just didn't they wouldn't build the team around him they didn't give him an offensive line he was like running for his life he had no running game but you that's know, what I'm deep- saying. That's what I'm afraid will happen if Trevor Lawrence comes here anyway. So what's hey, the Trevor difference? Lawrence is different than a, than a Ryan Tannehill. I agree, but will they build properly around him? 
they I will make the argument that they already have been building properly around him. They got they drafted really well last year. They made a bunch of free agent moves that were very solid. You're seeing it start to pay dividends, especially on the defensive side of the ball. Um, every, but every time that Minka Fitzpatrick makes a good play, I cringe <laughs> so hard for the Dolphins. I'm like, dude. I... Well, but they did. They got some picks. I don't, I don't understand. I don't get that trade. Yeah, it was a little bit of a head scratcher, and maybe it had something to do with. Fitzpatrick. But Minka Fitzpatrick is the best player. Is one of the best defensive players in the NFL. I agree. Yeah, Still. I don't think it was worth it. Yeah, I, no. that was that was a miscalculation. So whoever like is valuing players at the Dolphins is just a little off. That's what it yeah. really is. We get some weird gambles, and it cost us. Yeah, I think that's the only bad one in the last two years, really. I think they've made. You know, they got rid of Jay Ajayi, which I hated. Oh, at that the time. was a big one, dude. But and, that was Gacy. Uh, you know, Him he Gacy went. Had yeah, Adam Gase is such a terrible coach. But you know, Jay Ajayi, who is now out of the NFL, but um, Jay Ajayi was balling for the Dolphins when they when they when they traded him. Yeah. And I to the I also don't understand why Jay Ajayi is not a Dolphin right now. I don't I don't understand that. I believe it was a locker room issue, actually. I think you're right, yes. which is probably why he's not in the Eagles. I mean, he scored a Super Bowl. He scored a touch. I think two touchdowns in the Super Bowl. He's uh, one of the reasons. He's one of the reasons they they were able to pour it on that second half of that yeah. season, man. Yeah, he, he really he he came in there and he put his fucking nose to the ground and really performed for the birds, man. Yeah, and uh, but yeah, he's 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 a locker room poison, and I think that um, it's just ultimately teams are like as as good as he does um on the field the people around him just deteriorate because they don't you know what i mean it's, it's just, he's just one of those things you know yeah. and maybe he needs to go mature a little bit before, you know and that's what he needed to do like like a guy like deshaun jackson or something like that you know you yeah. need to go and mature out a little bit same with guys like randy moss and everything who were able to turn it around with with age and maturity but I don't know if he was – he just couldn't do it or something. I don't know. Deshaun Jackson also got hosed by the Eagles the first time around. He got the Chip Kelly treatment. They they saw, they saw thought he was in some gang. He really got, like, racially profiled <laughs> out of the Eagles. That was a so, – Chip Kelly. That was a weird – I mean, you got – you got you want to talk about a Super Bowl team? That team – I'm a yeah, fucking Cowboys fan. I don't want to – I don't want to get that. That team was loaded with talent. Yeah. Dude, we had the three – like – Ultimately, I'm happy, you know, because Chip dismantled the entire team. Yeah. And then, then we, when he left, we, you know, they won a Super Bowl with the right. new team that they had. But, dude, he just came in and destroyed. We had the fastest team yeah. in the NFL. You had Michael Vick, fastest quarterback. Then you also had Deshaun Jackson, who's top three fastest receivers in the league. Look at the look at the running backs that we had. We had like I, three, I used to play you guys in the three that was nasty. Oh yeah. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the game. The game speed that we had was tailor made for the type of offense Chip Kelly wanted to run, and he got rid of all the guys. I'm like, what are you yeah. doing? Because, like, I mean, I, do you know why? Do you know one of the reasons why? You know, Chip Kelly, when he came from college, he had uh, his playbook, his plays had one word. Did you know that? Yeah. It, what was it? It was. Um... So I don't know if you've ever heard, like, Nick or Vitale, I don't know if you've ever heard how, how a quarterback will call a play in the NFL but it'll be mm -hmm. like X, X, X ray, you know, Y banana to a, they yeah. give the, yeah, the, whatever, however he repeats a sequence. So the line, so they're giving the yeah. route for each receiver on every play. He's like X, X, the X waggle Y mm -hmm. streak. You know, he's giving the doo -doo 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 -doo. chip Kelly came in and he was like, okay, the, this is play uh, lightning. 
And yeah. guys were like, this isn't peewee football, man. Like, we are NFL-level <laughs> players. Like, and, you're, and, you know. and it was one it was one word. D- defenders were actually able to, you know, they, they were told that they were overhearing, you know what I mean? They were able to predict stuff like yes. that, too, on the field. When you hear them come out and say, banana, banana. It's like okay, well, we heard that earlier. Let's 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 see if it, if he's going to do the same play. It's the same play. It was like Chip Kelly. Yep. He was it's a joke. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> and Chip Kelly thought he didn't have to prove anything. He came in right. there and he believed in his own hype, and he came in there and just like it, it was just disgusting, dude. Philly fan, do you Chip Kelly better never walk through <laughs> the streets of Philadelphia because I don't think hey, he will. We, I don't think he's in anything. Yeah, how do you think we Kelly. thought we had Nick Saban in Miami? Bro, everybody thought he was going to change everything. I was like, right. okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> apparently Nick Saban also wanted Drew Brees, and that, that's one of the reasons he left. That was but terrible. But also, yeah. you know, certain, certain coaches are better fitted to college because when you get to the NFL, they don't listen to you the way they do in college. Like, I don't know if you guys know the famous story of Nick Saban telling yeah. the guy that he was like – he made him call him coach, and he's like – it doesn't work that way in the NFL, dude. I make millions of dollars. I'm going to call you Nick if I want to. So <laughs> at practice, he was like, hey, Nick, hey, Nick. Nick Saban was gone in a couple weeks. Yeah. It was bad. Yeah. And you know, and, you hear about the, the difference between college coaches, the successful college coaches versus successful NFL coaches. And I heard, I think Coward broke it down the most simple way possible. Successful college coaches are great recruiters. Yes. Successful NFL coaches are genius play designers yes that's what you need in the nfl like because you've already got the guys you don't have to go get the guys in the nfl right. coming to you ready to go you need to put them in the right situation the so, nfl is about like establishing trust right that's why bill belichick is so good because his players are professionals who trust in what he's gonna do i remember when pete carroll first came to the nfl he instantly changed the Seahawks culture. He yeah. had a coach that was Players screaming. Players love him, dude. Yeah, they love him. Because the, he, he had a coach that was screaming at players in practice, and he, he fired the coach almost instantly. He was like, you're, you're done. We don't, we don't do that here. No, you know? Um, Pete Carroll's first. Yeah, look at, Singlet- look at Singletary in the 49ers when he went yeah. through that. Like, he, he was just like – he was trying to just yell at them like they were some high school team, you know what I mean? And just – that's all <laughs> okay. he did was – was yell and scream, and they were like, they what, what, they win like two games that season or something like right. that? It's and like, then that same work. team went to the Super Bowl a couple years later. Yeah, and the mm-hmm. same team, they only, you know, all the same core players, and he brought Hardball in there, who was, like you said, a player's coach who came in there, and, and everybody was like, wanted to play for the guy, and then the power went out. <laughs> Not magic. And he lost the Super Bowl, because <laughs> the power went out. That was, was so like, crazy. Yeah. yeah. They lost the Super Bowl. And this is, I, I firmly believe the only reason that Colin Kaepernick was not a Super Bowl MVP was because they didn't hand it to Frank Gore four times in a row to run it up the middle to finish the game. Dude, I don't know why. Like, if that they guy do was that, like, Kaepernick's that guy, Super Bowl MVP. But the coaches always want to make the QB the winner and give them the ball at the end. They always want that storyline. It always costs them. I don't know. Yeah, Frank Gore, dude, he was good for like three yards every time. Guaranteed. They were, they were mm-hmm. running all over them that game. They were doing. They were. You got to go with what got you there. And the Kaepernick Bucks, had a phenomenal. The back in the day, 
they understood what Mike Allstott was, and they just gave him the ball, and they said, go, go crush. And he would get three or four yards every carry, no matter what, because he was a I tank. I feel like we got really off topic. How deep are we in? We are way, way off topic. Thank you, Rob. Um, <laughs> but <I'm> comparing <laughs> beast fullbacks is what I was doing. Yes. And, and it worked out goal. I was like, <laughs> I'm with it. I like it. Um, anyway, so let's get yeah. back to some news for this week. Dalvin Cook is back in a big way. Lonnie, do you want to rub it in at all? Lonnie beat the shit out of Vital this week. Dalvin it? Cook beat the shit out of Vital. We week. could get a new topic too, Skip. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's funny. Speak. I was listening to that game on the radio, and uh, Dalvin Cook had already had uh, already scored one touchdown. And the announcers were like, well, you know, Dalvin Cook, he seems to be okay, but I think they're going to, like, limit his touches. He hasn't been on the field that much for the first half. That, they kept saying shit like that, and they never took him off the field, bro. <laughs> and literally every time I looked to check the score, he had another touchdown and, like, 35 more yards. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on with Dalvin Cook? Oh. <clears throat> the best thing is Vital played Alexander Madison under the assumption yes. that they were going to split and that you guys would probably balance each other out at least yep. – First game back. He got nine yards. They yeah, gave yeah. him the ball twice. And I think that will balance out, but they're like, Cook's ready to go. Like, let's let Madison arrest. He's been the workhorse for a couple Man, weeks. Man, when a player is hot, you exploit it, you know? And yeah. that's what they did. They yeah. exp- he was on. He was tuned in. And they were just like, don't stop it. Why Why? 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 Why stop him? Yeah. That game – and then the other side of that game was uh, Devontae Adams had a huge monster game. Mm-hmm. Gave Steve the win for sure um, in that one. What else? Let's see what else we got. Trade deadline is tomorrow um, in the NFL, the real NFL, not in our league. Um, but uh, that's going to be interesting to see. There's a couple guys that are being talked about. Will Fuller is, is one of those names getting thrown around. If he gets put into a situation with a really good quarterback, his value could go up. Um, some yeah. other receivers' value could go down. Uh, it's it's just you know something to watch, something to keep an eye on when the trade deadline hits. If any big name fantasy players move, how is that going to affect everybody else? And you know, you may actually look at some of your own trades. Do you think any big trades are coming up? I think everyone's pretty locked up. I mean, the Falcons keep saying that Julio Jones is not for sale, but I don't know. There's a lot of rumors that he's on the block, and I hear the same thing about Michael Thomas. I've heard Michael Thomas. I Which I don't understand. Why would they be getting getting rid of him? I think they're just trying to get some value. They want money. They think he's, he's still valuable, though. I'm with you, Lonnie. What? Why get rid of the you know one of the best, if not the best, receiver in the league? Right. So, I don't understand that. He's young. It's not like he is an older guy in Julio Jones. They are poised to kind of maybe make a run. Is he going to be back at some point this year? They we think he is. Right. I'm all. He I'm keeps all hurting himself. Julio practice, Jones to the Eagles. That's what I'm all for. Y'all for what? I'm all for trading Julio Jones to the Eagles. That's what I'm – they've already thrown their name into the pot, man. So I'm all for it. So I support him. Leave it. Leave Who do you support for the Eagles QB? What's that? Who do you think the Eagles QB should be? Wentz right now. I just think – I think the guy's got potential. I just don't think that he's being led right. And I think Doug Peterson – is a shit play caller. When they won the Super Bowl, he had an amazing offensive coordinator calling all the plays. Mm. Then the guy leaves the next year, and Doug Peterson's in charge of calling all the plays, and he's just not good at it. He doesn't know how to utilize his players properly, and he's getting Wentz killed out there. Wentz is having to is is forced to play on his own. You know what I mean? And make all these. And he's just too young. He's a smart guy. He really knows the game. I think he's just. 
I think he needs somebody calling better plays for him. Get Doug Peterson gone. I'm just I'm over the guy. He just doesn't know how to call plays properly. You can't go for it on fourth down every fucking time, dude. <laughs> He's, I yeah, I, I think the um I don't know. The Eagles have been banged up too really bad since the Super Bowl. They haven't been healthy. Not, not even since the Super Dude, they, they had nine starters injured when they won the Super Bowl. They yeah. won with their second string team. Um, out there. Their defense was really good in that game. Right. And yeah. That right, was the they, second string defense, though. Like they had two different lines that they would rotate in, but you can't say it was a second. There was no second string defensive line. Uh, they had Brandon Graham. I don't know if Fletcher Cox was in, but they had Brandon Graham who won them the game. So I know my point being is they had nine of their, their starters that weren't in, that weren't playing in the playoffs. They were all injured. It, so I'm saying they've been banged up for the last several years. They can't stay healthy. And I don't, I don't know what's going on. It, it doesn't, it, it, it's to the point where it doesn't seem like a coincidence anymore. It seems like is what's going on. <laughs> are they practicing too hard? You know what I mean? Like, are they not like, Oh God, what, it's a conspiracy what? against the Eagles. No, I, I think it's, <laughs> I'm not saying a conspiracy. I'm talking about, is it bad coaching? You nah. know what I mean? Are they, are they getting played too hard in practice? You know what I mean? Like there's, there's, I mean, there, there's, there's literal, there's, there's legitimacy to that. You know, you got to give these guys the proper amount of rest to be able to reform. You know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It just seems weird that they've stayed this injured for the last several years. Yeah. They have had some issues for sure. So speaking of injuries and how we're going to recover from those injuries in fantasy uh, let's get to fantasy stuff. So, the, our tr- trade deadlines in your fantasy leagues are probably coming up pretty soon. Our trade deadline is later than most leagues. Uh, our trade deadline isn't until the right before the play, right before our playoffs, our fantasy playoffs start. And the reason we can do that is because we have a last place penalty. Nobody's tanking. Nobody is colluding. Everyone doesn't want to tell a spoken word poem at an open mic. So we can push our trade deadline back and not worry about like, is the trade going to be fair? Everybody's going to be gunning, trying to win all the way down the line. Some of the other leagues, a lot of other leagues, the trade deadline, a lot of times falls around Thanksgiving. Um, But it's, it's an interesting year because there've been so many injuries. And I don't know if you guys have been in this situation, X miles, by all means, ask a question. We were going to get to that in just a minute. Um, The questions we got another viewer here wants to write in. I think uh, one of the hardest things about making a trade offer this year is because there's so many guys hurt. Like I haven't had much value to trade. Like, Oh, my guys are banged up. I can't afford to trade much away. The only offers I got were for McCaffrey. And I'm like, I'm not, I'm not going to get rid of McCaffrey. He's the only hope I have to make a run at the end of this thing. So that's, that's kind of where I'm at with trade. I'm going to start, I'm going to scrounge around, see if there's anything available uh, for trade offers, see if I can patch some holes maybe, or make some, but it's been tough because because so much of what you have has been hurt. How do you guys feel about the trades? Guys- uh, yeah, it's been hard for me. Definitely, a lot of my players are hurt, so it's you got to. I don't have a lot of value to trade. Maybe RB twos and wide receiver twos are the only thing that I've been moving around. Like. Yeah, Lonnie, you've been uh, pretty adamant about not trading any of your players. <laughs> yeah, I mean, my players are pretty good. Like I don't really, I don't really have any spot. You know, the one, the one thing I need is uh, I need a consistent tight end. But uh, tight end value, everybody needs a consistent tight end. Right. So I'm not, I'm not going to. And the, uh, one of the things that's been tough in our league is Steve went ahead and grabbed both Darren Waller 
and Mark Andrews. So he, and he's playing them both every week and they've been doing really well for him. He doesn't want to let them go. Um, right. It sucks, man. Like he it was an interesting pickup when he drafted them, but I was like, Oh God. And nobody else can get any consistent tight end play aside from Kelsey, obviously. Right. Um, so we got a couple questions. Speaking of trades uh, first, we got home slice 25 down by 10 going into tonight. You got to play either Fournette, Shepard, or Ingram. Damn, that is a tough question. What do you, who do you guys like in that spot? I got a dog, a dog wrestling oh. match happening over here. So oh, okay. give me one second. Fair. I think I like, honestly, I like Fournette in that situation. Um, and just because I think that the Bucks are going to have the ball a lot, I think they're mm-hmm. going to get up and they're going to be pounding it in the second half. Um, I see Fournette getting a lot of touches, even a few catches. And very likely, I think there's going to be a lot of touchdowns to go around on the Bucks, and I think he may get one. So he I looked- think Fournette has been getting more consistent touches every game, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, he is. Um, with Shepard and Ingram, it's just, man, they could both bust it, but either one of them could also give you like a two. Um, yeah, that's what I I, – I, I don't think they're going to get more than – and they could both get you 10, but I would go for net just because of the game, what I see happening and how the game uh, is going to play out. That's what I think. All right. X miles. we got another question. I traded, this is the already traded Corey Davis for Darius Slayton. Was this a good sell high trade for me? You gave up Corey Davis and you got Darius Slayton. Mm, that's tough. Uh, Corey Davis has been good uh, last couple of weeks. I think it really, really, I have, I'd have to look at their matchups for the rest of the season Slayton's boomer bust, you know, like Slayton could give you 20, he could give you two. It's yeah. I mean, Corey Davis, what do you think? Did you need a wide out? Like it kind of depends. Like, I don't know. I mean, he traded a wide out for a wide out. Oh yeah. I don't know. uh, Yeah. That those guys are both toss ups. They're both flex options. I think Slayton's more boomer bust. If you need, if you need to have a boomer bust guy, because you're trying to get back into the mix. I like it. Corey Davis is a more steady, consistent. I think he's been more steady and consistent, I want to say. And I see him being more steady. Uh, and the Titans are playing really well, so they score a lot. They move the ball a lot. Yeah, they, they have been pretty good. Uh, but I think they also have a tough schedule, maybe. So, um, good question. I think they're a really good team either way. Tough schedule or not, man. Yeah, yeah. The Titans are serious. <laughs> I need someone. He says, I need someone that can go boom or bust. Yeah, then Darius Slayton's your guy, I think. Yeah, okay. kind of. Yeah, he's a guy who could win you a, a week if you need it here and there. I would definitely play him if you just have to come up with a big upset. So good move then. Good move, uh, X Miles. All right, so let's see what we got. Key injuries this week. We got to talk about this. There's some really big ones. Kittle out for eight weeks, basically done for the season for our fantasy purposes, out. Yeah. So that's brutal, especially I was talking about how in our league, Steve is hoarding the second and third now, third and fourth best tight ends in the league. So – <laughs> That's rough. Uh, people are going to be scrambling on waivers, trying to figure out how to plug that hole every single week. Darrell Henderson got hurt. I don't think it was that serious, but I'm not sure. He was looking really good for the Rams. He was definitely flex playable uh, pretty much every week. Um, he was pretty productive. Probably the Rams' best running back. Tevin Coleman came back in and then got right, hurt again, back out. So keep an eye on that. I don't know. T.Y. Hilton got hurt. Same kind of thing. It hasn't been very productive, but it's maybe it's T.Y. Hilton getting hurt might be a blessing in disguise for you if you had him because he wasn't very productive. Like go out and get a guy who's like a Darius Slayton, a boomer bust guy. I read read a statistic that said that T.Y. Hilton has not caught for more than 87 yards since Andrew Luck retired. That's not good. 
Uh, what? That's trash. Really? Yeah. So yeah, that's an insane stat. Like yeah, and that breaks my heart. I, I went to FIU, so <laughs> that breaks my heart. Well, it's time to move on from T.Y. Hilton regardless, I think. And then another yeah. big one, Kenny Galladay went out, didn't come back. Um, so that's very worrisome because he's probably your number one, maybe your number one receiver or number two wide receiver. When he's healthy and he's in, he's a great play. So that's a big hole to fill if you had Kenny Galladay. So I don't know if that's a serious one, but keep an eye on it. McCaffrey still out, but very likely could be back in next week. That's going to help – at least one team in your league, in our case, my team. Um, so I'm excited about having the possibility of having my number one pick back and maybe getting, a, getting healthy a little bit. Chris Carson still out. Newsflash for Warren Scott in our league. I don't know if he listens. I'm assuming he doesn't because he left Chris Carson in this week and got no points whatsoever. Um, so we'll talk about how to replace him. He was still like hanging out on the sideline, though. He's probably not out for very long, um, but definitely want to sub him out when he's not playing the game that's a good move andy dalton probably going to be back next week which uh certainly they mm, looked kind of better on defense so if they get the ball back a little bit more uh, that was just a bad game dude on both sides i don't even know what to call that like what defensively they looked better i thought did you guys not think that they were... i thought that was the how bad they were offensively <laughs> I, they got a couple turnovers finally. So I, I think, I don't know. Anyway, regardless, Andy Dalton coming back in is going to help yeah, the skill position sure. guys in Dallas. The guys who you weren't playing last week, you're going to get them back and maybe use them in a, in a spot here or there. Uh, Chris Godwin's still out, probably out for next week, which is going to be interesting. If Godwin's out again next week and Antonio Brown is in, that's a situation to monitor. Brown could go into the lineup and right to the top. So uh godwin is the guy i think where he's out and ab is in ab's value way up similar kind of receivers all right so let's talk about waiver targets for this week um to fill those gaps you're gonna there's gonna be tight end needs all over trey burton's been playing well he's probably the number one tight end for indianapolis now so you might want to go out and get him he's actually been pretty consistently putting up i want to say 10 in the 10 range so he might be available. Jimmy Graham has looked okay as the Bears have gotten better. Harrison Bryant for the Browns is seeing an uptick because partly because of uh, Odell Beckham Jr.'s um, targets going going by the wayside. So he's a really talented rookie tight end. And Noah Fant uh, might be available in some leagues. I don't know. He's not available in all leagues, but <clears throat> he's a guy who can. He's a boomer bust guy. And the Broncos looked pretty good in their comeback this week. And then Dalton Schultz, once again. Andy Dalton coming back in, may lean on the tight end a little bit. PPR leagues especially, Dalton Schultz is a guy. Nick, did you mention DJ Dallas? We're getting to running backs right now. (laughs) Yes. DJ Dallas is the top of my running back list for sure. He looked good. Um, If Chris Carson is out still, that's the thing. People might be scrambling trying to pick up DJ Dallas, and all of a sudden Carson's back in and you get nothing. So – um, Carson's out again for sure. DJ Dallas, yeah, um, but he's he's a short term solution, I think. Um, Zach Moss also had a really big week for Buffalo. He might be more of a long term solution. He looked good. He's been getting a lot of action. I think Zach Moss might you might want to target him over Dallas uh, just from a consistency standpoint. And Demetrius Harris from my Patriots looked pretty good. 
monitor the Patriots running back situation. You never know which one you're going to get. One of them is going to do pretty good. Um, and J.K. Dobbins had a good game still with Mark Ingram out. So another guy. A couple receivers. Darnell Mooney has been balling out. Uh, he might probably is the Bears' number two guy right now. Um, so he's good. And Kendrick Bourne, as long as – who's the guy who's still out for them? Debo Samuel. Kendrick Bourne, definitely a good guy to look at and pick up on the waivers. Oh, quarterback news. We got Garoppolo is out also for a long term. That's probably – you shouldn't have been playing Garoppolo necessarily anyway, but what that does do – what the importance of Garoppolo is actually in our contest – worst QB of the week. So Rob, I don't know if you followed the show at all, but every week we pick the worst QB that we think is in the upcoming week. Um, who's going to have the least number of fantasy points. I'd rather have Kaepernick than is what we call it. So um, with Garoppolo going out, Nick Mullins all of a sudden is in the mix. Do you guys want to, uh, who wants to, who's picking first this week? Let's talk about. Yeah. What, what, Fill us in from last week. I can never oh. remember who picked who. And, oh, I think I'm picking first this week. Yeah, you are. You picked Sam Darnold, Lonnie, and everybody was terrible this week. We all those guys all came through for us. Um, but Tua was a little bit more or less terrible. It was like point two something. <laughs> I saw. I was like, oh, it was close. It was I. My I took Danucci, which oh god, he was just a train wreck. He almost ruined it for me at the end with that touchdown, but he just couldn't make the throw. So <laughs> I won. I got a five point three, I think. Lonnie, you came in second with Sam Darnold, uh, with a six point whatever, and Vital to a seven point something. So all very bad QBs this past week, but um, I won that. I needed a win too. So, Vital, you got first pick. And, Rob, you can play along, too. We're picking the worst QBs. Um, I was not prepared to do any research whatsoever. It's okay. We'll talk about it. Um, we'll go through who's who's playing and who's not. So, let's do matchups. Um, I think Tua's playing the Cardinals this week, too. So That's what I was just going to ask. Eight. I was just going to ask who Dolphins are playing. Tua's playing the Cardinals. That's an interesting pick. Um, pulling up the schedule right now. All right, so who do we got? We've got Nick Mullins against the Packers. Um, Packers' defense didn't look great, but it was their run defense that looked really bad. So Nick Mullins is an interesting option there. Uh, what else we got? This is an interesting one, too. Phillip Rivers against Baltimore. Tell me how you feel about that. Um, Baltimore has been underperforming this season. I think they might give him some yards. I'm not saying they'll lose, but I think they'll give them some yards. So. Philip Rivers makes makes big plays in big games, so I, I expect him to have a pretty decent game. Yeah. Okay. He, he's a sleeper pick for me, but he also has some real bad games sometimes too. So, it, it, I don't know. And they run the ball a lot for indies. It's going to be interesting. Um, so, Andy Dalton back, and the Cowboys are playing the Steelers. Um, like who, who's Bron- who are the Broncos playing? Oh, yeah. Drew, Drew Locke's Locke. terrible. I, Drew I Locke. forgot about him. Dude, Drew Locke came, had a comeback, come from behind and win. Oh, really? What did he do? Yeah. They came oh, back. Damn. They were down 24, came back and beat the Chargers, who have a pretty good defense, we thought. Um, Drew Locke was – he balled out in the second half. I I mean, and he's playing okay. Atlanta. And, so. and they're playing the Falcons this the week. Falcons. So, yeah, he'll get yards. 
I think he might ride that hot streak a little bit. Uh, Daniel Jones is playing Washington football team. So that's They're pretty good defensively. All right. Mm-hmm. Um, Daniel Jones sucks. And Sam Darnold playing the Patriots. Who is uh, who's the Washington quarterback right now? Kyle Allen. Kyle Allen, yes. And they're playing the Giants. You know what? Uh, I lost with him this week, but I'm going to stick with him. I think Tua is about to get, like, a real bad reality. <laughs> if, they, if he plays the way he played last week against the Cardinals, yeah, uh, It's going to be a bad day for him regardless. Yeah. Whether he's going to go or not. I think, he, yeah, they could really get <clears throat> him. I agree with you. That's a he's going to get person. exposed big time, man. I don't think he's ready. I love the Dolphins, but <laughs> yeah, two. Right. I'm gonna go with uh, Andy Dalton. Oof. Oh man, that probably hurts on the inside. Damn it. No, Andy Dalton's going to make some TDs, man. Dalton. Oh well, he did. He has played the Steelers a lot in his career, so yeah, man. There's Amari Cooper there. Man, that <laughs> offensive line is so banged up. <laughs> so how did he do against the Steelers in his career? Well, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm sticking with Andy Dalton. Okay, I like it. Put me on the well, I'll make it easy on you. I'm going to pick Mullins. You're not because... in our long-term. <laughs> we have – we actually – you can pick whoever you want. But we have – this is for – there's actually some serious stuff on there. Oh, you got a – you got a con- You guys want to tell Rob – head of tattoo. Yeah. Well, those, those two I already picked who I was going to pick either way. It was in between Tua and – well, we, you, you can pick whoever you want because you're not in the henna tattoo competition. Right, good. Who, who do you think? Who would you pick between me and Lonnie? Two or a dollar? Who Who do you think is going to perform? It's more? between both of them, but I I think probably Dalton, man. Like, really? But they're both going to do. I don't think either of them are going to do well. Two, I don't know. Who's Dallas playing hoping, again? What's that? Who's Dallas playing again? Pittsburgh. Steelers. They've been playing really well this season, but I th- I think they'll give up yards. It's not like teams aren't in position to score. They've been just sucking. Yeah, they get a lot of sacks, though. They picked up, they got a lot of interceptions. They are great defensive scheme. Dalton's going to spend most of that game on his back. I think mm-hmm. so. Yeah. Uh, he's going to just, he's just going to get so much pressure in his face that he's not ready for. I don't, you know what I mean? He doesn't know how to deal Bud with it. Bud Dupree, TJ Watt, Minka Fitzpatrick, Joe Hayden. I don't see it. I admit it's deep, yeah. God, I just don't – I want to pick Darnold, but I don't trust that he's going to play because he actually is getting an MRI today, I think so. Um, I guess I'm going to go – It's also a divisional game, and you never know. That's why I didn't pick Kyle Allen, just because you never know. But, man, Darnold has been so bad. You know they have only scored four touchdowns or thrown for four touchdowns yeah. total for all Jets QBs. It's Ooh. just so hard when you don't know which one's going to play. It's, it's brutal. If there's a player playing the NFC East, uh, don't pick him because the potential for lots of yards against any of our dog shit teams. Right. right. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. I think I'm actually going to take Danny J- Daniel Jones. Um, Over Kyle Allen? You think Kyle Allen's going to have a better game than Daniel Jones? Mm, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, now you got me. Say. Yes, I do. Because – the Red, uh, Washington football team has a better defense. Their defense is pretty tough. Um, yeah. So yeah. I'm, I think they're going to get after him. I think they'll be sad. <clears throat> I think it's going to be tough on Daniel Jones. It's tough. It's, I wanted to pick a Jets quarterback. I always want to. All right. Let's see. we got a couple more questions. Uh, Dan, Nathan Steed, how are you? I'm good. Thanks. Um, <laughs> good. Yeah. I traded Zeke for Melvin Gordon and Adam Thielen. Was that a good trade or no? Yeah. 
Uh-huh. I think it actually isn't bad. Uh, Melvin Gordon is not doing great. He's okay. He's an RB2. He's, maybe RB2 flex. I don't think the Cowboys are going to pick up this season. I think they're only going down. And I think they may No, but like they're the leaning same. on Zeke, and he, he mm-hmm. did not have a bad game. Plus, Zach Martin is back in the rotation. So, you know. I feel like they may start to rest him. Maybe. Because what are they doing? Working right. like this. Adam Thielen is the, I believe, uh, pro football focus has him as the number two receiver in the NFL right now. So, yeah, he's been Adam Thielen is definitely a good pickup. I like like that. Melvin Gordon's numbers were inflated. He did have a few really good weeks when Philip Lindsay was out. But with Philip Lindsay back in and playing, he's Philip Lindsay's lightning in a bottle and he's been playing like it. So, uh, Melvin Gordon, you can still play him, but yeah, he's not. He's yeah, not I think Melvin good. Gordon, I, I have him. I think he scored about 11 points yesterday, something like that. Yeah, he's, yeah, he's playable. Yeah. But he was much better when Lindsay was out of the lineup because he, he was just getting more work. All right. And uh, so, yeah, good trade. We like that. Thielen is – he didn't have a great week this week, but he's had some really big weeks. And I think they're going to start keying on Dalvin Cook more, which opens it up. They use the run to set up the pass over the course of the season and the game. So, and you've also got Justin Jefferson, who's going to get a lot of coverage his way now. He's he is the number one receiver in the NFL according to Pro Football Focus. Really? Wow. Yeah. Interesting. All right, we got another question here. Ooh, you got you got Deshaun Watson. Are you trading Kareem Hunt with? A, that's a loaded team. Trading Kareem Hunt for Josh Allen and Kenyon Drake. Lonnie, you got Deshaun Watson. You've been saying- and I have Kareem Hunt. Um, so. You know, Deshaun Watson, the, the good thing about him is he's been he's going to be playing from behind most of the game, most of his games. So he's going to be putting up a lot of yards. He also uses his legs a lot. Um, I, I think he might be the number one rusher on their team, uh, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and um, Kareem Hunt, you know, he has he's OK. His value did increase when Nick Chubb got hurt. But for whatever reason, he just never really flashes greatness. He, I think his most points he scored this year has been about 16, maybe. Um, Kenyon Drake, you know, very, very hit and miss. Uh, but again, he's got a lot of boom, but, you know, he's got a lot of boom bust potential. You know, I think uh, that game he played the Cowboys, I think he had about 25 points. Yeah. Um, you already have Deshaun Watson. You don't really need Josh Allen. Deshaun Watson's bye week has passed. Um, I'm, I'm going to – who was the other one? It was for Adam Thielen? No, no, no. That's not – Thielen's not involved in this trade. You're basically – is you're trading uh, Kareem Hunt and jo- – uh, you're trading Kareem Hunt for Josh Allen and Kenyon Drake. I don't see Allen being an upgrade from Watson. No. And I also don't see much of an upside of Drake over Hunt. No. Yeah. So I would say no. I would. I wouldn't do that trade. Yeah. Me neither. Okay. Yeah, we're in agreement on that one. I think stick with Watson, ride him out. I think he's going to be just fine. You know, Drake is also in a uh, a running back stable. He's not really. I think they split carries with three running backs, if I'm not mistaken. So I, I wouldn't. He's not their workhorse. Right. And honestly, when Nick Chubb comes back, Kareem Hunt might be more of a pass catching back, which PPR, he could yeah. see actually an increase in point totals uh, because mm-hmm. they do utilize him more in the past. Is Nick Chubb coming back, though? I thought he was out. I think he's coming back at some point here, but I don't know. <laughs> yeah, well, I want to say in the next few weeks. Um, he was not, I don't think he was going to be out for the whole season. 
So, but anyway, yeah, Hunt consistency and Watson. I think he's going to have to play. Yeah, he's, I think he'll be better. And you also you have Buffalo in the winter. You're going to just see less productivity, I think, overall. Josh Allen certainly is built to get wins in that, you know, in those kind of conditions, winter in Buffalo. But is he going to put up a ton of fantasy points like he was earlier in the season? I don't think so. Josh Allen also, you know, he was putting up a lot of points in the beginning of the season. But that Kansas City game really fucked with his confidence. You you saw him do have a big decline ever since that game. Yep. Um, so I would say Josh Allen has re- is really you know he's kind of hit his ceiling for this season. Deshaun Watson, I would say, is is trending the opposite way. Yep. Um, yeah. yeah. Okay, we're on the same page there. All right. So what do we need to have happen tonight? I don't know if you guys are. Is yours already wrapped up? You guys. Lonnie and Vitaly? No, uh, Vitaly, you have two players playing tonight, I think, right? <laughs> okay. It's, yeah. <laughs> so I need them each to score uh, 45 points. <laughs> so who do you got? Who's in the <laughs> – I know you got Gronkowski and maybe Sterling Shepard. All right. Yeah. So that's uh... – Oh, sorry. I've got uh, Sam Miller and Gronkowski. Sam Miller. No, a, name, uh, I don't know. He's one of the receivers for the Bucks. One of their yeah, the Bucks receiver. Yeah, some random Bucks receiver. Um, he's their West Welker, I think. He's oh. the, he's their yeah, small he slot receiver. Right. Uh, Rob, is yours all already wrapped up? Are you I mean, already pinned in there, man. Already beat him. Nice so job. It's all, I yeah, actually, I think it was like one one is uh, like one forty seven to one oh seven something like that. Yeah, yeah. you smoked him this week. Um, I'm, I'm just glad I beat you earlier in the season when you weren't doing well. So, cause I, yeah. that, which means I got the tiebreaker over you right now. You're making a push up to, to my spot. So you're in trouble, buddy. Here I come. I got the tiebreaker. You gotta, you I'm know, not losing ahead. again though, homie. It's, <laughs> this, this is the resurrection. Just wait till McCaffrey and Godwin come back, man. My team could potentially be, Oh, here we go. Here we go. Coulda, woulda, shoulda, guys. <sighs> hey, we get the number one pick overall league MVP potentially. I got a shot. All right. Um, I just need to get in. That's it. I just need to get in. So I, I have a chance actually tonight. And this is one of – it's an outside shot, but it's not crazy to think that I could beat Jay. It's not likely, but here's what I need. I need Mike Evans to score 25 more points than Ronald Jones. Yeah, you're – no. That – he's – You never know. <laughs> Three touchdowns. I need Mike Evans to score three touchdowns, Ronald Jones to score no touchdowns. Not on that offense. Yeah. Well, remember, Godwin's not playing. AB's not there yet. And he likes to go to Evans in the, uh, in the red zone. That's like one of his favorite targets. So I'm not saying it's likely, I think it, but it's, it's interesting enough for me to watch. Evans has put up plenty of 30, 40 point games, especially in PPR. Oh yeah. I mean, Evans is capable of that any, any day of any Sunday. That's you what know. I'm saying. So it's not it's not out of the realm of possibility. It's gonna it probably no. have to TV, but it's, it's him and Brady don't seem to be overly clicking though. Yeah, that's also though, and I th- I mean they're gonna get it together, I think, but Evans has been hampered with injuries. He's not been sure. so that certainly his separation isn't there, his elevation hasn't been there. So when right. he's healthy, I think that's gonna be something that's gonna be interesting to see. All right, so who you guys got tonight? <clears throat> do I even do I even have to ask? <laughs> <laughs> you never know though man it's this is football dude this is what i love about the nfl there's probably it's probably the closest uh talent margin of any <laughs> professional sport 
So anybody can win really on any given night, you know? He says that all so he could say the Bucks. Well, come on. <laughs> I think we all got the Bucks tonight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, how much? By how much? Let's go with that route. How much are the Bucks going to win by? 21. 14. I think three. Three TDs. I'm gonna yeah, go- I, I really I don't see the Giants scoring a touchdown tonight, to be honest. I'm gonna go. I think they'll score ten. You're gonna win fourteen to seventeen, but fourteen to seventeen somewhere in there, I think. I'm gonna go twenty-four. I think they went by twenty-four. I think Brady pours it on uh, because it's the Giants, and you know he he's always he's got a chip. I mean, he's one of. Those I also think because it's the Giants on the shoulder. I, I think it's because of the Giants. They play it. They're gonna play it like eighty percent. Like. They're going to, you know what I mean? I don't think they're going to pour it on. I don't think they're going to run the score up. No way they don't run the score up. Brady wants to run the score up. Every time he sees the Giants, he wants to just bury them. That, well, that's I mean, true. Brady I is not that. a not run the score up kind of guy. He <laughs> always <laughs> I know, and I, I didn't even really think about the fact that it was the Giants. Like, he's oh, going yeah, he to he wants to spit all over them. Yeah, yeah. A 500 team getting to beat him when he was an undefeated team and then get called the best. That's, yeah. that's going to sting forever. I think he'll get over it um, eventually. All right, cool. So uh, let's see what else we got. Oh, DraftKings for tonight's game. Um, did you guys already fill out your lineups? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, so who you got for captain? Timmy. Who? <laughs> TV. Yeah. I got Tom Brady. Anybody not take Tom Brady as their captain? Yeah, me. I don't even remember who I picked. It was earlier, but I didn't get. I didn't pick Tom Brady at all, just because he's on those. I never picked that uh, most expensive guy. Uh, I try to just go for an overall. Okay. Probably I'm not good at it, but spread it out, spread it out a little bit. Both teams, both teams. I'm not super, I'm not super, you know, I haven't, I haven't been paying a lot of attention to the NFL as much as I usually do this year. Just been paying attention to the Eagles and stuff like that. So there's a lot of guys that I'm just not familiar with the way they've been performing. Uh, So I just kind of went off of stats to be honest with you. Yeah. That's, that's fair. All right, so we'll see who you got as your captain when we uh, when the game starts. But everybody, all of us, we all got Tom Brady, so it's really going to be who, which kicker we each picked is what it's going to come down to. Right yeah. <laughs> it seems like that's half the time. That's what it, it's like. Oh, which kicker? Dude, we are so close when we pick draft kings, oh, and we haven't yeah. even picked the same teams. It's crazy. We're like yeah. point something away from each other. Yeah, it's it's been really tight. Uh, by the way, the league stand or the. Uh, contest standings right now i got a big i needed a two-pointer to keep up with you guys so right now we are at you guys both have 16 and i have 13 so i need another i need a win bad to try to keep pace um well remember you've got your super bowl picks i do and i feel very good at least about the bucks um who who were your super bowl picks again i took the bucks over the ravens not feeling good about the ravens right now okay and you took vital chiefs Chiefs over the Bucks, so I don't get a huge benefit unless the Bucks win um, with it versus Vital. So, I'm Cowboys are still in the playoff hunt, baby. It's <laughs> still there. I feel pretty good about my shot. Trade <laughs> deadlines coming up. They could sign. They could sign Kaepernick, man. I yep. don't think that would be the worst thing in the world if they did. Honestly, I mean, really, like, what's the worst that could happen? In Texas, yeah, I could totally yeah, see Jerry Jones yeah. pulling the trigger on on the guy that started Black Lives Matter. That'll happen. That's just oh, I, have I would love to see it happen. Honestly, that would be a super fun experiment for the rest of the year. Oh yeah. Wouldn't that be wild? Yeah. So you guys got any um, comedy shows coming up? We, we want to promo. Got to plug in. Rob, what do you got? Uh, I got that Anna Lepley's drag comedy and drag show coming up on the 13th. Uh, 
I don't, it's probably, I only, I only ever wanted to do it once, you know, cause it's kind of whatever. This is my second time doing it because she asked me or whatever. So I'm going, you might want to catch it cause I'm going, I'm going hard on this <laughs> one. Are you going to shave your beard for the drag show or no? <clears throat> I did last time. I went actually as I dressed up as Anna's twin sister, who's actually straight. And um, so I dressed just like her and everything. So that's what I'm doing again this time. I'm still Roberta Lepley, uh, her twin sister, who the family hates. Um, but it's this whole thing. I got, I'm building a set. I'm doing a, a, a literal out of wood. And then, and then I'm going to do my <laughs> So it's, it should be a good time. It's me, Zach, um, uh, you know, uh, Mr. Twilight, and then uh, Steve Lamb, and Warren Scott, and then... Uh, and then yeah. Where is it going to be, Rob? It's at uh, the Complice Cider Works in West Palm Beach. I love um, that brewery. Great spot. Yeah, it's a cool little spot. And then I got that show with Nick that you're putting on, man. That's mm -hmm. I'm really excited about that. I haven't been oh, part yeah, of a lineup. Oh, yeah, that's going to be great. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been part of a lineup like that in a minute, so it's just killer after killer, which pumps me the hell up. So, yeah. Uh, and that's I mean, these guys were both on the last show. It was fantastic. Fantastic. So I am so, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm pumped uh, for that okay. one, and then I have another show on the 29th. Uh, All right. Um, yeah, so what, what the... Um, the show in that Rob was talking about is the Blue Jean Blues show again this month, uh, November 19th. It's the third Thursday of the month. We're going to be doing that every week and or every month. Um, Lonnie and Batal were on it last one, last one. So come come check it out if you guys are fans of comedy and or us in general. Rob's on it this <coughs> this month, this go around. And uh, what about you guys? You guys, uh, Lonnie, Batal, you guys got anything coming up? You want a promo? Uh, no. Not really. I um, I might. I, I believe I'm doing an election special live stream tomorrow with Kevin Benoit. Uh, that should be fun. What do you know about Kevin Benoit? Because I'm supposed to have a roast battle with him, and I don't. And he, they paired me up against him. All I know is he's the nicest kid on the planet. He's got no <laughs> social media presence. I can't even look at what he's into. I'm gonna see if I can think of some stuff because I would love to roast Kevin Benoit. Actually, that would be super fun. I know him pretty well, and uh, it. Oh, I'll see if I can come up with anything for you, Rob. I'll send you any. Oh my god! So well, because I'm an easy target. You know what I mean? Like, look at me. Like, well, it's so easy to make fun of me. When is the roast battle and where? When's that happening? It's in Fort Lauderdale. It's at. Uh, is that the one at Shipwreckers? Yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Um, That'd be. Which I almost said no to it just because it said Shipwreckers because I don't really like trying to do comedy over two dogs running around in front of the stage. Um, Lonnie's been doing it all night. <laughs> yeah i literally just had to go see what was in the puppy's mouth oh that's the best i have um, to do that with my sons lonnie same thing <laughs> what's in your mouth what's in your mouth uh all right vital what do you got coming up you got anything coming up this month uh no not this week taking a break <laughs> yeah. okay cool um but yeah i got the uh same you got the blue jean blues show and then i'm actually uh two nights later i'm doing dom's i think you guys have done this um the American Legion show. Up yeah. In Stockholm. Mm -hmm. You guys have done that with Dom Nessie and Dom also Dom Nessie is going to be our guest in two weeks. He's going to be our special guest on fantasy TE. So we'll get to talk to him a little bit about that. I think I've heard good things about it. So I'm excited. And they'll feed you. So, Oh really? Oh, yeah. oh nice. Yeah, They have like a, they have like a chili cook off or whatever that day. And we had all this like chili and cornbread homemade and everything we were eating there. It was pretty good. Yeah. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it up. Saturday night up in up in uh, West Palm. Um, yeah, so those yeah those shows coming up in a couple weeks. Looking forward to that. Uh, for everybody who's listening and watching, thank you guys for listening and watching us. Um, 
We are available. Uh, we've been live streaming on YouTube right now on our YouTube channel, Fantasy CTE. And you can watch this episode. Uh, I'm going to leave the live stream up overnight tomorrow morning. I'm going to take it down, put up the edited version with all the fancy artwork and stuff. But you can watch this episode on our YouTube channel uh, anytime you want. You can listen to us on Apple, Google Podcasts, Overcast, Spotify, Pocket Casts, and a whole bunch of other sites. Um, so you can listen, you can watch, and we appreciate you guys. And we appreciate everybody who watched live tonight have, uh, asking questions and participating. If anyone wants to play against us in DraftKings, we just do it for fun right now. We're going to try to get some sponsors, sponsorship at some point here. But if you want to play against us, test out your skills on Monday night. Send a message to our Facebook page, or you can even write it in a comment here, your DraftKings handle. I'll add you to the Fantasy TE League, and I'll invite you every week to play against us on Monday nights. Um, we do this every Monday night, 530. Uh, so for the most part, 530, you can follow us on Facebook, like us, subscribe to the YouTube channel, anything and everything. We appreciate you guys. I think that's about it. You guys ready to watch some football? One more yeah. shameless plug. Go. One more shameless plug. I'm fighting again. Uh, <laughs> December, De- December 19th, uh, uh, in Fort Pierce, rise of a warrior. So getting okay. it in again. December 19th, rise of a warrior. It's an MMA event, right? Yeah, man. And how do we find out about it? Where exactly is it? Um, rise of a warrior. Look it up on any social media online or whatnot. It's a, it's a Florida based organization. Really good. A lot of UFC fighters have come through there and, uh, you All can right. watch me get punched in the face, which is that, makes a lot of people happy. That sounds awesome. I can't, I'm going to try to make it this time for sure. If I can, <laughs> no, I do. I would love to come cheer you on. So, all right, cool. Well, thanks for uh, joining us tonight, Rob. It was great. You got to you hear the lessons, man. This is great. I uh, had a good time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, definitely. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Have a good night. Have a good game and uh, keep an eye on that draft Kings. I can't wait. I'm excited. All right. See you guys later. Oh!